So I'm also from Holland County as well. Oh. I live in McKinney. So it's like, oh, okay. you're close by. Yeah, I always vote in the Judy Gay Library. Oh, yeah. El Dorado. Yeah. So that's a go to. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is it ever one of our highest turnout locations? Really? I did not know oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yes, it is. Voter registration ends on Monday. Early voting begins February 20th and ends March 1st. All of these dates are coming up as 2024 marks another presidential election year. I'm Bree Flores, and Texas wants to know, how can we prep for election season? I spoke with Bruce Sherbet. He's the elections administrator for Collin County. How can people register for early voting? Okay, for early voting, all you really have to be is a registered voter. And uh, of course, you know, we're approaching a cutoff for voter registration on February 5th. And to be registered, you only have to, you know, basically be 18 years of age, a county resident and a a citizen. And uh, that's the qualifications. Once you have registered uh, to vote, uh, you can vote early at any location of your choice uh, in the county that you're registered to vote. And so take it back a little bit. How do you register for regular voting then? For registered voting, uh, there are several different ways you can do it. The easiest way is to just go online, go to your county elections department websites. There is always a link to be able to to, uh, fill out your voter registration application. You do have to print it out because it requires a wet signature on it uh, that has to be sent in. If you have your driver's license and you're making any kind of change on your driver's license record, you can actually register to vote online in that situation. Uh, uh, and also, uh, the votetexas.gov uh, has a, a, a link to be able to register to vote, uh, printing out your application. And many libraries, post offices, and of course, the elections departments have applications if you want to pick up an application. And you mentioned before a wet signature. What exactly does that entail? Well, it just means uh, you can't digitize sign anything. You know how you can DocuSign sometimes on other documents. Can't do that for voter registration. You you literally have to have a pen to ha- and sign your, your signature on a form, a paper form, uh, before it can be accepted as a valid registration application. That's just part of our state law. Uh, unless it's through the DMV, you know, when you're getting your driver's license, then that's a, a different situation where uh, when you go and get your driver's license, for example, they have to ask you if you want to be a registered voter. and They can take care of all that transaction there. Or if you're doing something online, you can do it that way. When do all the early votes get added to the total? Well, early voting ends four days before the election. And for this election, uh, you know, it starts on the 20th, which is a Tuesday, and it ends on a Friday, March 1st. So the ballot board, once it ends on that Friday, all the uh, ballots and everything uh, from that those polling places are brought into Election Central, secured, and then starting the day after the election, the early voting ballot board is starting their process of closing out equipment, getting those total results, and, and getting them ready to upload. Election results are not released, uh, even early voting or mail included, until after the polls close on Election Day. Uh, they can be queued up because a lot of the upfront work is already done and they're just waiting to be released. Uh, but you cannot legally release any results until after the polls close. So you'll see if you go on your county websites uh, uh, that the counties start posting election results on election night after the polls close. The very first thing you'll see posted 
and it's usually about 7 p.m., are the early voting uh, results and the mail ballot results of everything that had been counted up to that point. And then uh, throughout the night, then you're starting to upload the election day results and cumulatively, as the night goes on, you'll see those increase about every 30 to 45 minutes on those websites until, until the count is completed. Registering to vote can be a simple process, but behind the scenes, there are many moving parts that intertwine to get poll results. I think the average person, and rightfully so, you would, wouldn't expect them to know it, would be amazed at all the moving parts that are required from start to finish and conducting an election that, that you'll have over a half a million voters casting ballots in. Right, and to take care of all those votes and secure them too. And, and make sure your workers are trained because mm -hmm. once a voter steps into that polling place, uh, the expectations are they know what they're doing, the people inside that polling place, and they understand the processes and the rules and requirements. Uh, and those polling places, you know, have observers and inspectors and poll watchers uh, to, to, you know, kind of monitor some of those things that go on. I've never seen an election, I've done this many years, that would be what I would call a perfect election without challenges or without bumps in the road or without you know, something that you had to really figure out how to work around because uh, something like, a, for example, a building could flood the day before the election or a fire could happen. You have a polling place lined up and all of a sudden no electricity is in that polling place. All those things can happen and you just have to have contingencies in place to go to plan B or plan C if you have to. Right. And so kind of going over the challenges and everything, I know voter confidence itself took a hit four years from the last elections. Um, do you think that change or is there a trend and where does it lie in Collin County? So. Well, I can tell you, uh, we always want to try to do everything within our power to to build voter confidence. And, and there's a lot of emotions that are tied in uh, to these elections, especially in recent years. And um, so part of our process in our, in our world, my world is to you know, to say facts, uh, you know, you might have heard X, Y, and Z's happen, but I'm going to tell you, here's how it really works. And and um, so we try to, you know, educate and be transparent as much as we can. We also have to make sure that we have good processes in place. And when I say good processes, I'm talking about very strong chain of custody, election security, uh, integrity, and, and built into our processes. Uh, transparency. So everything is really exposed so that you can see everything in a very clear way how elections are going. Uh, and all that said, um, you can do everything you possibly can do. And there will still be some people, unfortunately, that just uh, don't really trust the system. They don't have confidence or faith. And, um, and all we can do in my job is to do everything possibly that you can do to build that back up and, and make sure that people know that your vote will count and that we are very concerned about making sure that you have a very easy process in and out of your polling place and that you feel safe and secure in the sense of that you know what you did on your ballot is exactly what is being counted. All those things are charges that we just have to constantly work on to make sure that we can do everything that we can do and at the end of the day, that's pretty much all you can do. You know, in my world, you can, you, you have to follow a bunch of laws and you have to make sure you're doing them properly. 
And, and I don't know a single elections administrator in this whole state that doesn't care deeply about making sure that they can accomplish those things that, that I just talked about, about building voter confidence and having good processes and making sure that we can address people's concerns when they have them. Do you know how early voting began? Well, I do, because I've been around a million years. First was passed into law in 1987. So I guess 37 years ago in Texas. And, and Texas was one of the first states. Uh, we weren't the first, but we were one of the first states to uh, go into this process of what we call unrestricted early voting. There was always early voting uh, for years before 1987, but it was restricted. You had to be expected to be absent from the county. You had to have a reason to, to vote early. Um, and in 1987, the legislature said, we're going to remove those restrictions of you have to meet a certain criteria to, work, uh, to, to vote early and just say, if you are registered to vote, you can vote early at any one of the early voting locations during the early voting period. And over the years, it, it, it went from maybe say 30 or 40% of your votes cast in election were the early vote ballots. After it became unrestricted in 87 and, and people could just choose to vote early without an excuse, um, it started going up and up and up. And, and so now it's ranges, the overall votes cast between 75% and 95% of the total votes cast are going to be either those early voting ballots, uh, mostly in person, or some of the mail ballots also as well. Mm -hmm. So it's been a process that, uh, boy, voters seem to embrace and, and certainly like to do it. According to Texas Tribune, in the 2022 midterms, 31% of the state's registered voters cast their ballots in early. In the last presidential election in 2020, 57% of Texas voters voted early, with just 9% of the casting ballots on Election Day. One of the nice things about early voting, and I'm sure the legislature you know, thought about this back then, is uh, people may have all good intentions to vote on Election Day, but something comes up. They have to go out of town or they're sick or, or there's some kind of a other situation that that prevented them to go out on that one day event, which is uh, used to be the main event, Election Day. And, and so when you have 12 days to choose, then you can get that out of the way, get get your vote done. And then, you know, that if something comes up, you've already got it in the can. In other words, um, now the 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 downside, some would say, if you vote early and something happens two days before the election, you've already voted, and it might have changed your opinion on how you want it to vote. But uh, if you'll look at campaigns now, campaigns hit it very hard before early voting begins. Um, they don't wait until two days before to release some information or some kind of campaign strategy. If you wait till the last minute in this world we live now, you're, you're, uh, you're going to be playing catch up because those 11 days of a lot of ballots cast are hard to make up if you wait till the uh, very end of the period, right on top of election day. I'm Bree Flores at News Radio 1080, Carol D. in Dallas, Fort Worth. Thanks for joining me for Texas Wants to Know. If you like the show, please give us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I wrote, produced, and edited this episode with editorial support from Cooper Mall. Original music by Michael Eisenstein. Odyssey's managing producer for the National News Podcast is Myron Kaplan.